The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guy. Monday edition. All right, guy. <laughs> that single guy listening. Hi, guy. Hey, you listening. Thank you. Monday show. Um... Jesse, take it away. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Jesse is a Jesse is a ball of energy today, and he's actually doing good. Jesse's going to carry it. Go ahead, pal. You know what? You have the same agenda I have. You have the notes in front of you, plus your own research, which I'm sure is extensive. Uh, where do you want to go? Anything to start with? Opening comments? You want to dig right in? I'm following your lead. No, no, no. no. I want to let's banter a little bit. People I'm love excited the banter. To be a co-host. I want to yeah. tell you this. I would be in the exact same shoes as you had I not chugged two cups of coffee and am now sipping on an energy drink. I decided not an energy drink. It's a monster. It's a monster. It is a ultra watermelon. Uh, I just had the first time the other day. It was fantastic. Not too shabby. Um, I only drink about half a can per because I find if I drink a whole can, my chest hurts. So I feel like that's not good. I don't that's know. an indictment on you. Monster, <laughs> just for the record. You know what? That's why I feel crappy today. Today was my day one. I'm documenting meals. I did my weigh in today. Three weeks until vacation. I have had. I've been good. I had a little protein shake, which was disgusting this morning. And then I just had a wheat wrap with some lunch meat in it. And that's it. Ooh. Yeah. I'm up to like uh, 700 calories. Pretty excited. Here's the question. If you were here you... in person, I'd be screaming at you for no reason. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you're going to do it anyways, just on the show. Um, when do you go out for the Bubba Grande? For those who don't know, that is a uh, barbecue burrito that is fried in cheese that and, and Mike sometimes likes to enjoy. Just on an average afternoon. What's the calorie count on that? I'd give up a day of eating for that. It, you don't need to worry about the calorie you know count. You're thinking about ca- calorie count. No, there, there's no way they post it, but I mean, it's at least 1,500 calories. Okay. We're, 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 Bottom line is, uh, I started my day off uh, a little sluggish, but I'm feeling really good about the day. There's an interesting report out from Card Letter. Um, I okay. think we'll get to discuss. Um, I'm following your lead. Literally the I'm, whole show, I'm good following today. This is not going to be good. You know I don't do well in the pressure. You're doing great. You're already doing awesome. Uh, we got Indy doing a little special baseball report, uh, talking about a few cards. I part. I am in particular uh, interested in how, what's his name? You said El Nino in our post today. I didn't Indy say that. Did. Indy yeah. did. That's Tatis. Is that the same person? It's the Tatis. Okay. Apparently, he's doing very well. Um, we're not talking about his cards today, though. No, no, no. But no Tatis. I think we're no talking Acuna, baseball. And yes, no you specifically said those three. Are Did you watch any basketball this weekend? A lot of big playoff um, games. I I watched a few highlight reels because, again, unless I'm at your house, I don't have the ability to watch the game. Fair. I need to just go ahead and. What do you watch on ESPN? The app. I may or may not have stolen my brother's login for TNT and ESPN. Well, sure. It's rude that you haven't shared it, but whatever. Um, he also works for the company, so I don't want to get him fired. Like, I don't know how many people could <laughs> log in. I feel like you should probably stop talking at this point. This is probably a good time. We don't need to cut that. All right, we're back. I forgot to plug my charger in for this Zoom audio recorder thing. Uh, I apologize to the host today, Jesse. It's my fault. <laughs> my bad, Jay. Thanks, buddy. Uh, question for you was your take on... The fact that Joker, Mr. MVP's Nuggets, went 0-4 to the Suns. Ronick, the name of that movie is Couples Retreat. <laughs> Have you not seen this? That's what we were talking about during this. What's story. the point of me being the host whoa, if whoa, I whoa. cannot direct the show? You haven't seen the movie? 
I have not seen that movie, no. Dude, it's hilarious. You got to go watch <laughs> Couples Retreat. You if you can, <laughs> could you please watch it by the next time we record? It'd be helpful. Please disregard the rotten. So it's one of the funniest reviews. movies of all time. All right, Jesse, take it away. Jesse hosting. Um, I was here's the deal. I'm not. I'm not shocked. Jamal Murray's out. I am all in on Jamal Murray in the offseason now. By the way, Jamal Murray, I think is going to be a good buy because I think that team is legit next year and will compete. Okay. Uh, his prices are obviously dirt cheap because of the injury. He's going to miss the start of the season too. It sounds like. Uh, as far as Joker, people are stupid. By the way. So many idiots on Twitter and Facebook today. Like, oh, this is your MVP? MVP is a regular season award. Stop telling me Joel Embiid should have been the MVP because Joker got swept in the in the second round of the series in the playoffs. It has nothing to do with the other thing. Joker was and rightfully should have been the MVP of the regular season. People are just dumb. That's well, I mean, are they Period. upset about the fact that he got the, the flagrant foul two called on him? Is that a... That's a weak flagrant foul two. However, you can't wind up and whack a guy in the face. Classy Joker, though, went over, shook his hand, gave him a pat on the head before oh, he left well, the game. Oh, that's nice. You know, they weren't winning. I mean, he's frustrated. He's play He played very well this season, uh, this series, too, as a matter of fact. That team is garbage. Without Jamal Murray. I mean, you take out the number two on that team and everybody else just really, really struggled. And rightfully so. Jamal Murray next year, if they bring back almost the entire squad, I don't know Aaron Gordon's contract situation. I would say the Nuggets are right in the in the hunt in the West next year, though, depending on, on free agent moves. So Joker long-term, I still really like. He's okay. got some really nice low-numbered flawless autos and immaculate autos. I think are great buys. I would hold those long-term. He's going to be one of the top... Five top 10 guys in the league going forward. No question. I, I'm not panicking. I'm not loading up on his base stuff, but I'm not panicking about them getting swept. I don't want to excite too many of the fans out there, but if you've got the Michael Porter Jr. top shot moment, uh, it's not doing too tear. It's okay. It's not good. It's not good. It's 11 Yeah, he's another guy. I mean, he he plays fine as a third option. He is not anywhere near being the second option. That's okay. That's not supposed to be. Jamal Murray's there. The whole team dynamic changes, so I can't be mad at him. Aaron Gordon was garbage. From the haircut, which I know we can't talk oh, about people's haircuts. He had like cornrows. He looked like an idiot. The why headband, he headband was too tight. Too tight um, uh, Yeah, I thought Gordon would fit better with the team. He just didn't. So long-term and short-term. In the, in the interim, right after the finals, I would be curious what Jamal Murray stuff does price-wise. I think I would start buying up his anything non-base because I'm still kind of off the base train, as many are. Mm -hmm. uh, I like Jamal Murray. I like Joker. Low-numbered stuff, long-term. He also doesn't have a ton of rookie low-numbered high-end cards. I think he's a great investment long-term. The guy's unbelievable. Uh, the other side of that coin is where it gets weird. You know, Booker has solidified himself as a legit star in the league. I mean, even before this, he was great. He's been but playing now, very well, yeah. He's been playing lights out. And even when that flagrant foul happened, it's a small thing, but I like that he got up and went in Joker's face. At somebody on the team supposed to. You know, Jay Crowder should have gone over there and knocked Joker. He'd go over there and put a shoulder into him, do something. I like that Booker no, got in his face. We don't condone violence, but... Whatever. No, we do in that. You gotta, you have to stand up for your, for your guys like that, though. And I thought it's Booker true. did a nice job. Um, that Suns team... This is turning just a straight basketball analysis show. That Suns got, team we have is a whole crazy balanced. A great point guard. I don't like Chris Paul, but great historically and playing great right now. Uh, Booker is just an unbelievable wing scorer at the moment. And DeAndre Ayton played really well. Um, of course, Joker can't play defense, so Ayton's stats to me have been a little inflated. But Ayton's played well. So um, I, I'm curious, does, is this where Chris Paul's card value finally starts He's got to gotta make a finals. That's another thing people were talking about. He has done this before and played really good. He's got to at least get to the finals. 
And at this point, the whole Nets team is injured. There's no reason the Suns can't win it all this year. Kyrie's ankle is in is in shambles, as it were. Wait, you think the the Nets win it all still? No, I think the Nets are oh. not without Kyrie. They got oh, okay. smoked I was about by to the say. Bucks the other day. That's what I mean with Kyrie. And then is there any? By the way, what is the Kyrie news? Is there any breaking news I think it was in the ankle? Sprained. Uh, I know the X-rays were negative, but I didn't hear anything. How long he's going to be up? If he cannot play and Harden doesn't come back, they're not beating the Bucks without one of those two. Point being, though, the Suns. For Chris Paul to take that next step in value, he's got to win a ring. Has to happen. Or at least get there, I guess. But every year he comes up short. So not always his fault. But that's why I, I just can't stand the Chris Paul banter either. Like, this was a good win. You beat a Denver team that without Jamal Murray is a 6-7-8 seed in the West probably. Like, I'm not overly impressed. Beat Utah next round or beat the Clippers and go to the finals. But if you think that's going to happen, this is, again, where the, the straight cash homies week is more speculative than anything. If you think the Suns are going, now's the time to buy Chris Paul stuff and Devin Booker. I would load up on both of those guys. I don't love the eight and play long term. Even in the finals run, I don't like it. But the other two, Chris Paul and Booker, for sure, I like. I would like to go ahead and point out that I called the winner of the uh, Sixers-Hawks game with you the other night. I almost had it exactly down to the point. That Very is true. close. Yep. Um, what are your what are your thoughts about Trey Young and Simmons take? Do you think it's it was just all hot air? And now he's just he had a he had a moment and now it's falling off or what? Do you think he's coming back? Yeah, I mean, they beat the Knicks. Good win. I mean, the fact that they went to the playoffs and won a series is good. Um, you know, at the end of the day with Trey, he's an he's an excellent scorer. That team is obviously not anywhere near the top. I mean, they beat Philly game one, awesome win. One more win than I thought they would have with a healthy Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. When Embiid and Simmons are playing, though, that Atlanta team doesn't really have a chance. I mean, they shot relatively well the second half of that game we watched together, and they didn't pull. I mean, that 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 Philly team can play. I just worry. I don't know that Embiid stays healthy. The guy hits the floor more than the basketball does. <laughs> and then Simmons can't shoot free throws when it counts at the end of a game. But... If they're playing the Bucs, it's a different animal. I, Brooklyn was the team to me out, out east that it was like, man, if they're healthy, Durant value is going to skyrocket. Harden's going to get some respect put on his name because he's going to win. Kyrie, same thing. And now, I mean, I don't know. They're not saying anything about Harden. I haven't heard another thing. Like, is, is the guy coming back to series? Is the hamstring in five pieces? I have no clue. Kyrie's ankle was gross. That ankle bent so bad, the ball of his ankle hit the floor. Like, his whole foot oh. went, his foot went parallel to the floor or perpendicular, whatever it is. Bent at like a 90-degree angle. It was gross. Quite frankly, Giannis should have got a flagrant foul for that. You're supposed to allow the people to come down in a clear landing zone. It wasn't intentional, but that's a flagrant foul. Like, all the other crap they call, that's a flagrant. Giannis, by the way, if he could shoot free throws, I'd feel better about it. He shot 50% the other day, which is higher than the rest of the playoffs. He is just... When he decides he's going to score, going to the lane, it does not matter. He was going by Griffin... They had that little 3-2 zone for a while that he just puts his shoulder down and goes. He is so ridiculously athletic and talented around the rim. It's nuts. I have a question about the Giannis card because I was looking it it's up. It's called Giannis or Giannis. It's not Giannis. So Giannis's card is doing right now about $1,700. What are we talking his about? Ba- Sorry. This is his rookie card, uh, the base Panini Prism 2013. Prism base PSA 10. Okay. So doing seventeen hundred at the height of it, it, it was seven thousand a year ago. A little over seven thousand. Yeah. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about this when we get to that report. Um, from Why don't we get to letter. it now? You want to just jump right into the card letter? That's report? enough. I mean, no one cares to hear me break down basketball. 
So let's just go ahead and jump into a little bit. So we'll get back to baseball here in a few minutes. Sure. The card letter put out a report. What was it? A few days ago, back on June 10th, bubble dip collapse correction. What are we in and how did we get here? Um, I thought it was a very interesting report, but it it talks a lot about base. Um, It talks a lot about how base right now has been so hyped, so blown up that of course it had nowhere to go but down because it was basically unsustainable. It, sure. I, I'm simplifying this, but that that's the bottom line. And I'm looking at back at Giannis and his card value. They they talked a lot about how it got blown up over the last few months, you know, basically back in early 2021 um, when we saw things skyrocket. 2020 as well. well him, but yeah, it did. You're right, 2021. Yep, January, 2020. February. It was even higher. So my thinking is, is that is that accurate? Like, does that still stick to that same point? Because to me, I would think that it would have hit new highs in 2021, like, say, February, March or something. But the highest it did much better back in August of last year. Yeah, because people did what I did. They panicked when they saw a base card was selling for seven grand and they sold it in August. Like I sold my Giannis this past past summer. I had two PSA tens. I sold one for sixty three and one for seventy one. That's and even back then, even when everybody thought base was like taking over the world, and it was, it was like seven thousand bucks for this card is insane. So everybody sold it. You know, I I like the article. I'm trying to think of some of the specifics. Like the basic point, like you said, is base got so like that was the thing that inflated the most out of anything. Like all of a sudden, every card that was base just you grade it. You get it back, it's worth 10, 20x. And people are coming in, and Gary V's posting pictures, like he said in there, of just like random base cards. You know, it couldn't sustain. And that's been the biggest part of the dip. Now that's true. I guess here's my here's my response to some of that. Some of the dips that have happened recently are are weird to me. I did not think Kobe stuff would fall off and stay down like it has. Even relatively popular and like not overproduced, but well-produced cards. I didn't think they'd stay down now. I didn't think we'd be in the middle of June talking about Kobe Tops cards being cheap like they are. You know, another example, like the LeBron James card with a population of like 2,000-ish, the PSA 10 uh, Tops Chrome. Yeah, this could, the article's like, yeah, it couldn't stay at 40,000. You know, 2,000 to me is not a crazy population for a LeBron rookie. I, I thought that card would come back. Now it's selling like 12 to 15, if that now. I, I mean, he's, he's literally coming down all the time. But base in general had to come down, and it has. And I think the point, though, too, that they make is that, yes, it has come down, but, but overall, right. is it still higher than right. where it was prior to the, the thousand percent? Yeah, no question. Happening. And and so that would indicate we are not necessarily in a, uh, it's not like the bubble bursting. We right. are just in a more of a correction. Right, but it's a stiff correction. I mean, again, sure. I didn't think it'd be down like this. I thought this would be st- time, stuff would start swinging back up. Now, the other thing the article talked about is a lot of super, like, ultra high-end stuff has not dipped, and we're still seeing record highs. Again, I think it, what it tells you is there's really two different markets here. The ultra high-end guys that are buying stuff mainly for PC and just want stuff. Not always true either, by the way, because Jordans were going for 700 plus. Now they're doing two and a half. That's a huge, I mean, $450,000 swing. But weren't they doing two and a half before? I mean, for a long time, they were $100,000. So even that new floor, even the floor now is higher than the previous ceiling. Yeah, okay. No question. 
You know, it also kind of, and this was mentioned in there, I don't know who wrote this, Chris or Christina, I didn't actually see who wrote it. You know, the other thing, it was like, well, it had been less than a year and already new people who were coming and throwing a lot of money at this realize, hey, we can't just come in and blindly throw money at stuff. It was a fast correction as opposed to other things. You see some stocks that do well for two, three, four years, and it's like people just come in, they throw money at certain uh, areas and certain fields and spaces they have no knowledge about, and it takes years to correct. This thing corrected itself pretty quick. Well, and they kind of pointed that out, too. They talked about how Tesla... Yeah, I'm stealing that from them. Okay. Well, and so basically you're seeing, we saw Tesla had a, a huge double, Bitcoin had a huge double, but they they doubled and now there have been corrections to both of sure. them. But none of them are collapsing. None of them are done for. It's the same with the card market. Yes, they don't like everything with the card market went insane and yep. now it's correcting. But it doesn't mean that it's collapsing. I also don't think it means we won't see other spikes that have no logical reason. Base took off for months and did this and it was insane, regardless of population, regardless of hobbyists telling you it shouldn't be this way. You know, no logic behind it, but it went like that. So everything's really down now. Base is the devil. Everybody hates it. In like six months, if something weird happens or three months, if like influencers all of a sudden start posting pictures or stuff happens at nationals and guys get really excited about stuff, you mean to tell me that couldn't happen again? Yeah. Like that Giannis card, I don't think should ever be 7,000 bucks. But if it popped up to like six grand again, just off some random hype machine, would I be shocked? No, it happened for no reason in the first place. And we're still seeing new people come into the hobby. Exactly. That has been the one constant thing. It's almost like people yeah. feel like, well, everybody just got burned and they sold and left. Most people who came into it bought it and are not selling at low prices because they don't want to take a loss right now. They're kind of just using this as a time to kind of learn their way around and doing the research now they should have done then. But a lot of people didn't come in and buy one card, get burned because they bought it in February, sell it, and they're gone. I'm sure that happened to some. Most people, it didn't. I mean, a lot of people at the show we went to, people were talking about this past Dallas show. There's still a lot of new people coming in. So I'm not telling you all of a sudden everything's going to take off like it did. But I'm also not to the point where I'm just cutting ties and just selling everything off to be done with it. And I'm fairly base heavy. I mean, I've got like 50 plus of those Durants. Like, I'm not just dumping those. All my job-based PSA 10s they're just sitting in a box. I'm not bringing them to shows. I'm not doing anything with them. I'm going to see what they do next year. Because as much fun as it is to say, like, everything's... You know, the card ladder report made it not to just steal all their thoughts, but, but to give them credit. It's like, you know, one thing we need is people to stop saying this is the end of the world. It would be nice. Like the guys who have been bitter, because here's a, here's the other. They've thing. got loud voices. They they point out, and it's true. They like every the guys who think it's the end of the world start shouting sure. and then start scaring the market. But it's a it's also a minority of people doing that. Yeah, this is the same situation though. These a lot of these guys were the same people who, when things started going crazy and everybody made money, oh, this ruined the hobby. The hobby's far from ruined now. It's stronger than any other time in the history, aside from the past, call it eight months. But those were the same guys who were mad then because they missed the train, didn't make any money. They're mad now because they know it's all it's like that window of just buying everything and selling it for profit is done. Sorry. One thing that is tough, though, and, the, and that card letter report didn't talk a lot about this is grading used to play such a significant role in this. Hey, rip this box, rip this whatever, get your base, grade it fast with PSA. You get it back. You're selling. You're making money. Well, that's not an option. Turnaround times and cost have really eliminated a lot of those spaces where people were making like sure money. So a lot's changed. And I don't think that the grading price is all of a sudden going to come down because people aren't using it as much. Like I, I think we're, I think there's going to be a, if it ever comes down, I, it's not anytime, anytime soon, I don't think.
I would honestly be surprised if PSA doesn't lower prices when they come back out. Oh, I'd be shocked if they did. Why would you? They're still going to have a huge backlog. Like, what's the... And you know how many guys are holding cards, like, waiting to send them in? I, I feel like at this point, yes, that is correct. But I think that they also see that there's a little bit of a lull in the market. And they want to continue to boost it. Because this isn't, like, a short-term play. They want to see this thing go for the distance. They, I mean, they want to see it go for years and years to come. Obviously, that's why Nat Turner puts so much, so many hundreds of millions of dollars into that business. I think you give an incentive to go ahead and boost it back up, get cards in, and then see, make sure that lull doesn't continue. But to me, the only thing lower prices incentivize are sending in base again, which is what they kind of were trying to slow down. And what the market is, is telling you now is not valued like it was any like it was a few months ago. Well, that's so my I, point. I think they want to, I want the, they say they want to slow that down because they're overwhelmed, but they at the same time, they don't want to turn away business. I'm thinking of it from a purely business perspective. It makes more sense for them to want guys to send those cards in than in for them not to, even if it does put them Maybe. behind. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. I also think they're just so far behind still, it's not going to matter. That's I just would be shocked if anything changes. But um, no, I thought it was a good report by Carl. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Like, hey, just chill out. Again, yeah. same thing. There's no reason to crazy overreact. And if you want to cut your losses right now, too, I'm not going to tell you not to. Like, go nuts. I've, I've taken losses on stuff before. Right now, I'm not just because I feel like a lot of the stuff I'm in, even if it's at a loss from where I bought it at, you know, I'm not just going to start dumping Kobe and LeBron rookies or Durant rookies. I'll take my chances. Well, and for a lot of that stuff, even if you bought it, you know, there's only really a, a window of time where you may have gotten. Yeah, if you bought in the last eight, to, if you bought in the last 10 months or so, you could be in a rough spot over these last three or four months. No question. Even even less than that. Like you, if you some of those cards, you know, some of that vintage stuff was what like oh. fifty bucks. Like for uh, what was it, Emmett Smith, like PSA nine or something. I remember I bought. Sure, was like fifty bucks back in January. We bought it, and then it spiked up to what a hundred or yep, hundred and fifty or whatever it was. But now it's back down to fifty. I mean, right, so you're not upside down in it. Yeah, there are some of these guys who, yeah, they may have bought in that really bad window of like February, March. But if you bought before or after that, you're probably not doing too terrible. Yeah, there's some weird cards. Like some of the cards in my collection right now that I'm confused about. Like I've got a Walter Payton PSA nine rookie. I paid like eight thousand bucks for that at the time. It was doing like ten. I'm shocked that card can be had right now for like six grand. That to me is a weird card. But I was heavy on vintage football because I thought, hey, this stuff is just so undervalued. It's never taken a crazy spike. I thought that stuff would. But it's Walter Payton. I'm not selling it anyways at a loss. So, yeah, it's just different. I think bottom line is the, like you said, more and more guys are getting into this hobby and they're continuing to educate themselves now during the education process. They probably should have done earlier, but they, you know, there's so much money to be made. No one was really thinking, oh, should I be buying this many base cards? You know, they're. Wasn't as much care given at that what time. What is so. the deal with the base cards? So. Host Jesse, take it away. Uh, let's go to Indy's email about some baseball. MLB report. Uh, you Did you look at this? Yeah, I had it up, but now I don't. So, But I'm the co-host. I'm just here to support you. So, Let me talk about baseball cards. Yep. The RBI stands for Record Bats. In, got it. Yeah. All right. So, do you know what RBI stands for? For real? <laughs> run. Uh, oh, I did right before I messed it up. Uh, runs batted 
Oh god, no. Maybe I don't. I, Runs batted I, in. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> no. This is your don't coming tell out me. Part. Don't tell this me. This is your what coming out party as a host. It. You're doing great. Oh, uh, I'm. I just I said it like twice. Runs batted in was right. Yeah, you got it. You killed it. Oh, man. Get this man a show, Bill. What are we doing here? MLB report. Let's start with Jazz Chisholm. What? So we're looking at his 2017 Bowman Chrome Auto. That's his first prospect auto. Yep. Yeah. I said 2017. PSA 10. Yeah. So selling for about 150, 155 back in March. Again, this is where some of these cards, it, it's not affecting everybody. His cards recently have been selling for 270 to 325. Right. So that's an autograph, too. That's not just your running sure. base. And he's played really well for the Marlins. That's still not a bad buy at 275. If the kid keeps playing well. Eight home runs, 22 RBIs. Batting like 290-ish, right? 280? 281. 281, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he's played well. He was yeah. highly, he was a, I mean, he was a big-time guy in the uh, Diamondbacks organization before he got traded over to Marlins. So, yeah, I like him. Solid okay. kid. What does Indy say? What's his breakdown on that? Indy gives us some of his insight. That was the analysis that he gave it's us good pricing. So, that was all he had for that card. Um, all right, let's... Unless you have any other points, I think that's honestly. Do you think that's too high though? Like, do you think there's much more room for him? Yeah, to run? PSA ten for a Bowman Chrome for a Bowman prospect first auto. That's not a huge price. Three hundred bucks for PSA ten is very very minuscule for an. I auto, mean, Wander's okay. doing like three grand. Otani's probably doing more than that. But is he is he <clears> worth <throat> the same? Like, as he's far a good as player. his talent level goes, he's not in their level. But I also don't think he's ten percent of their level. So it's not a bad buy. Yeah, Jazz. Okay. I mean, he was he was highly sought after when he first came out. Yep, it's a good. Okay. One. Otani's next. Um, we've got 2018 Bowman Chrome Auto. Right. So this is actually his first Bowman Auto from 2018 Bowman. It was a short print, too. It's the pitching pose. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's only 45. Yeah, that's a short print auto. Um, we've got another Otani, though. Right. But what's that one? that one? What's that um, one selling for? Like 3500 3500 bucks, um, which is slightly, slightly down from 3550 back in April. So not not too terrible. Yeah. Less than hundred bucks. I mean, the way he's playing though, it's insane. I mean, he his stats are still nuts. Here's the only issue I have with Otani. He plays for the Angels. The Angels record right now. Well, actually, they're a game over five hundred. That that's better. They're on an eight. They've won eight out of their last ten, six in a row. Is Mike Trout playing right now, by the way? Ronick, do you know this? Is Mike Trout healthy right now? Is he still out? He is still out. It's amazing to me. The only time the Angels go on any sort of a win streak is when Mike Trout's out. <laughs> Trout's another guy. Mean? I just don't feel like anything. He, I, he is the best player of this generation, no question. I don't know that he contributes any winning on that team because they've never won with him. Ronick, give me your thoughts here. You're a baseball guy. Yeah, I think baseball is kind of a tough sport because uh, it's a team sport, but it's an individual sport. Uh, so, so I think he can be only so great, but it's not like a sport like basketball where like, one guy takes over. Yeah, yeah. Like LeBron influences the entire team. Like the entire defense shapes themselves around him. The entire offense shapes themselves around him. And then Trout can just be a great player. But if the team has no pitching, they're screwed. How are they this bad all the time with him, though? <laughs> like by pure chance, you would have thought they'd make the playoffs one of these years. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's kind of a failure. They're, they're uh, like a 500 team with him. And then without him, they'd be like a last place team pretty much every year. But eight and two without him. Otani leading him to the promised land. Is this a coaching know. thing or the nah, individual I mean, the players? Not, I mean, obviously the manager's useless out there. The, I mean, if you don't make the playoffs like 10, 12 years in a row in the MLB, it's pretty rough. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have a massive payroll. I mean, 
it, it's just weird to me. And I, I'm not taking a real shot at Trout. Again, generational talent, best of his time, no question. All-time great, sure. It's just funny, though. It is weird to me. And this is an 8, eight out of 10-game sample. It's not like this is news, but I don't know. But with Otani, I mean, that kid can play. It's weird. Pitching, hitting, I don't think that's a bad card to buy either. And I'm not saying buy that for 3300 and just like expect to flip it next week. But if the Angels get into the playoff conversation, it gets weird. Let's talk about the other Otani card on here, the Topps Chrome Base. So that card, current value is about 230 bucks As a PSA 10? As a PSA 10. See, base I'm, base I'm not messing with. I just, the, the prevailing sentiment. Again, I don't think base is dead. I think it's just coming back down from where, like, the, it was unreasonably high, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that there's not value there and money to be made. I'm just not buying in because I think it's still in the downward trend. Until the, I would rather buy when things are already starting to climb up as opposed to, hey, is this the bottom? We're getting toward the bottom. Buy now. Yeah. And then it drops again. I just, to you me, you don't want to no guess the to- bottom. You want to know you're coming off the bottom. That's what I would think. Yeah, that's S- me. Well, in this. Well, in this case, this card is not at the bottom. Speaking um, of jumping, ETH up to twenty five seventy five now. Nice. Tell me when it's twenty six. That's what I'm looking for. I spent quite a bit of money on this this weekend, actually. I'm very happy for you. I haven't Bought spent anything. Pre- pretty heavy again. Um, let it be known, Bill. When you come back on the show, if it wasn't Bill, me. Time to find a reply. This is brutal. No energy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what my problem is. The food. It's the food, man. That's that's your first problem. You didn't have that Bubba Grande. Go get that burrito. Are they giving you free Bubba Grandes for all these Bubba Grande mentions? Did you say Bubba Grande? <laughs> all right, Ronick, your turn. You host. Wait, this. wait, wait, wait. The Otani. All right, one month of growth. It's up almost nine percent over the last month. The top Chrome six. This is the Topps Chrome Otani card. Sure, uh, sure 2018. Sure. It is sure. up six hundred and eighty-four percent in the last six months. This card was selling at twenty-nine dollars. That's insane. I, I and I'm just saying, like, if anybody, I mean, Otani has seen his swings up and down, but this base card is not on the downward trend. Yeah, I'd be curious what it's done the last three weeks, though. Two weeks. That's where I kind of, you know, that's where I'm kind of like, I don't know that you need to tie up money in it. You can get autos though. You can get non-Bowman autos of his for a couple hundred bucks. I would do that instead. Buy something limited. So buy limited. Don't yeah. go base. For any, you don't think anybody Not, really should be going base right now. Right now, the only guys I'm buying base of would be uh, guys in the playoffs if I'm high on their team. Spider Mitchell, if you think Utah's going to make a run, do it. I think Utah's coming out of the West. I really do. And quite frankly, I think they may win the championship if the Nets aren't healthy and it doesn't look like they're going to be healthy. I think Mitchell's the number one guy to buy. If you don't like that one, you can get Booker. I just stay away from the prism. I mean, there's plenty of places to spend money and, and buy base, but even Ben Simmons is down from his career highs. I mean, is down from his hobby highs, I should say. So, just so you know, the Otani... Has it been 45 minutes? The Otani was doing about 3.30 about three yeah. weeks ago. That's what I mean. But, I mean, that's there was some weird fluctuations there. So, six-month growth is awesome. Now you break it down short-term, though, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, is 2.30 the bottom here, or is that thing going back to a buck fifty? Well... I mean, a month ago it was at two hundred nine, so it's at two fifty five now. A month ago, if it was I'm at buying any base in baseball, the one guy in baseball I would actually spend money on overproduce because it's a crazy high population would be the twenty eighteen update Juan Soto PSA ten. Those cards were three fifty before the season. Now, granted, people were high on base then. Base wasn't the devil. He also has not been healthy the entire season. He's been kind of quiet. 
if he goes on a run and that team goes on a run, those cards will and they're right now they're like a buck sixty on eBay. Some of those are like a buck sixty to 170 bucks. That could easily hit 250 again. So not at all time high, but you could see a good return with Soto. Um, I don't think that's a bad card to chase because I think Soto's got one of the most legit bats in the majors. And he just hasn't put it together. It's been like a perfect storm of negativity. Injured, not playing great, base on the decline anyways. So that's not a bad card to buy. Well, I got bad news for you. Most of the other cards we're going to talk about are base cards. So um, I think we move on to the Jason Jacob DeGrom card, though. I do want to talk about him because DeGrom is pitching out of his mind. When a pitcher starts getting talked about as MVP, he's doing something right. You no were question. never a big fan of buying pitchers, though, right? I still am not a huge fan. I'm almost getting ready to rethink it with DeGrom because this is the type of thing a pitcher has to do to get some serious hobby recognition. Like, have a seat. This is a Pedro-like season. Not just best pitcher in the Pedro, movies. like from uh, Napoleon Dynamite? He ran for president. People got excited about it. You know, he was a good kid. Had a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> What is his IMD? What else? Let's talk about other movies that guy's been in. Because that's you know, head was too hot. Let's go rewatchable style. We're just gonna break down all of his on on screen performances. Yeah, but that's what it takes for a pitcher to really make a jump in in today's hobby game. Because nobody believes in pitchers long term. What do you have there? Because he's ridiculous. The analysis that we do have for this card. Sure. Um, break it Degrom down. Degrom has the lowest ERA through ten starts of any pitcher in MLB history. Um, what is it? It's like 0.6. It doesn't say. I just I know it's I the lowest. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, DeGrom and has... And the 0.6. He has g- given up four total runs all season Insane. and has five RBIs. Um, he has given... He's scored more runs than he's given up as a hitter over there. It's ridiculous. That's kind of insane. Um, oh, the value of his PSA 10 update rookie is $774, which is up 29%. Uh, from two weeks ago, 38% over a month and over a thousand percent increase yeah. over a year ago. I'm not surprised. Card. I'm actually a little surprised it's only up 10x because it's a pitcher. That's crazy. They are in first place in the NL East. They're three games up. They're seven games above 500. Then Mets are playing fairly well and they've had some injuries. I mean, that's another guy, though, gets weird. He goes on a run where he's like Cy Young, MVP. They get in the playoffs. Who knows if they get on a run and wake to the World Series? You know, I, I don't ever advise buying pitchers because that's the tough thing about him. He could do this all season, and then all of a sudden at the end, he, he one pitch comes off the arm wrong, and it's like, oh, elbow popped, Tommy John, done for a year and a half. Obviously, that's an extreme example, but that's why I just don't, I just don't trust pitchers. If you're going to buy a pitcher, though, there's plenty of guys right now. Look at his numbers. Plenty of guys are buying DeGrom. It's probably not a bad idea. He's ridiculous. Kind of a hypothetical question because I don't think this would probably happen. But what happens if he performs this well and retires from the game of baseball? He's does his card? Does his, yeah, I know, but that's why I, I mean, think, yeah, don't like, think it would happen. But does his card value stay up? Like he never got injured, he went out on top. No, because I I think that's another tough thing too. Like when you retire in that sport, it's not like other sports. Like if you retire as a pitcher, I don't think there's like this big rush to go get your stuff. So no, I don't think it would. I don't think that would be like oh we're gonna lock him in. But I also don't think if he keeps playing well, his stuff's not going to come down a thousand percent either. Like I think he's going to stay. You know, he's going to set new, fl- new a new a new floor for his stuff. This is probably one of those cards a lot of guys just have in that base. Dude, you know, I bet a bas- bunch of guys have Degrom stuff because if that yeah. card is doing that kind of money, every Degrom rookie's probably selling really well. That's a great example of a card most guys probably, or not that particular card, 
there's probably 15 other variations of his rookies that guys never wasted time grading. Yeah, there's about 1,100 PSA 10s out there. So that's a pretty decent pop, actually. I'm surprised. But, but he probably has a bunch of other rookie stuff. Like, you probably have money sitting in a box and you even know it. I had no idea the stuff was that high because I don't follow the Mets at all. I, don't, I haven't been watching right. baseball yet either. Well, if we want to make some time it's for Mailbag, yeah, we got a lot of other guys on here, but that's the bottom line. But actually, bottom line is this most of these guys, Bobichet, Mookie Betts, Rafael Devers, uh, Tim Anderson. Actually, don't not Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is down. Um, but the rest of them I mentioned, these guys are mostly up. Um, just something to think about for baseball guys out there wanting to make a little money on still on base. So thinking a lot about it. Also, I we're starting to see in. call-ups pretty regular. So if you're in that prospect game, now's the time. I think the best time to sell a prospect, by the way, if they get hype. I like selling highly hyped up prospects right as they get called up. Used to be I would wait until they actually came to the majors because there'd be a price jump. I think we've seen recently guys come up like as they're called up the week of the call up, even before, just when there's news they're getting called up. Seems like those have been the price spikes higher than it at any other time. So what is this Cam Newton, Mac Jones thing? Oh, yeah. Cam was healthy. Cam was back at practice. He missed a little time with he bruised his hand or did something. He smashed his hand on a helmet last week of practice. Guys are really high on Mac Jones. I wish I was. I, I don't think he's playing this year. I could be completely wrong. I think Cam Newton's going to play, and I think his card values are actually going to move. I figure with all the hype, he'd be getting some play time. Belichick hates rookies. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Where's Ke- is Kevin Clark here? The analyst, not the actor. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Just cut oh, the feed. I'm done. I don't, is it, it how long out. has it been? Do you have a couple questions? Don't we have some new releases, though? Impeccable basketball. Tie-in. It's pretty nice. I like the silver cards. Done. I hate you. <laughs> Who thinks the last three, ever since Mike got a meatball in his mouth, he's just really. I miss my off mom. I didn't drop her at the miss, airport. I dropped them I miss, both Saturday. Get one of the dogs in your lap for the next episode. Just let them sit there, and I know you'll One of the dogs, right, right before we hit record, I heard footsteps outside of my door, which they're not supposed they're to not be upstairs. <laughs> I, thought, I went downstairs. They had politely slid the shock pads to the side That's and just nice. nudged the gate open. <laughs> Wicked smart dogs. It's ridiculous. Well, I need some. All food. right. Let's go to mailbag because we got quite a few. I, I want to start with our someone gave a little quiz bowl question in here. I like Mr. this one. David yep. Brock. Um, yep. So here's what he did. He gave two Fun players. Fun story up. behind this. Me and my okay. brother Russ used to do this. I would call him up, be like, hey, 495 career home runs, 325 average National League. Who is it? We'd have this little game back and forth. Do That's it to me. me real quick. Let me guess. Yeah. Okay. We're good. <laughs> Yeah, player. So David Brock gave us a player A, this player like a B player scenario. A player. Okay. Yep. So let me give just a few of the stats. He gave a lot of stats, but let me just give a few. So player A career stats. This is uh, we're talking basketball. Can be points, rebounds, assists, and that's all it. right. Go. All right. Nineteen point two points. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, assists nine point three. Rebounds three point six. All right. Okay. And you have the answer. I told David, I was I like, do. you better give this kid the answer because I, I want to know. He, I have the answer. I so also, 19 and 9. So this is obviously a point guard. What's a field goal percentage? Uh, field goal, 29%. Oh, 29%. That's player A. Okay. I on. hope everybody at home is listening. Player B. Uh, player B, 18.3 points per game. 9.4 assists. 4.5 rebounds. Field goal percentage? 47. 
Uh, oh. no, 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 37, oh. 37. That's field goal percentage, not three point? Field goal is three, yes, 37. All right, no. a couple names. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just make sure. There's, correction, 47 for player B, 45 okay. for Much player higher. A. Yes, sorry. There's one of them, okay, Chris Paul sounds like one do of you, them. How do you... Has All to right. well point guards and Chris Paul's real relevant right now. It wasn't much of a stretch. Okay. Because I'm thinking, I, I don't know this David guy, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess. This was like his way of telling me Chris Paul's an all-time great. So who's the the other one? Which one was Chris Paul, by the way? A or B? Which one do you think is the better person? I mean, they're the same. I I have no interest. Chris Paul is B. Okay, so player A has got to be a guy I hit. It's got to be a guy I historically would think is much better. And I am always on the soapbox about Isaiah Thomas. It has to be Isaiah. I feel like you knew is the it? answers. I feel no. like you knew the answers. Once I got the assist, though, it was all over. Isaiah Thompson, Thomas, Thomas is player A. Yeah, because here's the thing. B. Okay, Isaiah played in the East in the 80s and early 90s. Yes. Isaiah has rings. Far better player overall than Chris Paul. Okay. You, whenever you hear this is, see, I knew it was going to be one of these though. <laughs> this isn't a stat thing. I'm actually not that great with stats, but you go nine per, nine assists for. Obviously, we're talking about point guards. Chris Paul, legendary, really relevant. Because people have been saying this now too. If he wins a ring, all of a sudden he's like the second best. Magic is the best point guard of all time. But if you listen to Michael, Magic, and Larry, they will tell you Isaiah is the best point guard, not named Magic of all time. I think I think David Brock makes an interesting point because he also has a comment for you. He oh, says, "Oh, this. I didn't see the comment. What's the comment? No. Oh, so you saw the answers? Is what you're telling me? Did you cheat? <laughs> Isaiah yeah. Isaiah won a lot of games in his era. Yep, but which was a dominant era in the East. Okay, when the depth of talent was terrible and coaching was so primitive that they couldn't take advantage." of his inability to shoot outside 15 oh, feet. Boy. He would be severely limited in today's NBA at his size if he didn't dramatically improve his shooting. Okay, that's a fair point. But if he was raised around the game today, he would be raised a shooter. So I don't know what a shooting percentage and shooting skill would look like today. That's like saying if we put today's LeBron James in the 80s, he would be terrible because he's not physical enough. If a guy of like LeBron's size was raised in the 80s playing physical, he would be even more dominant because he would beat the crap out of everybody. His point is right in a vacuum, but that's not the case. If Isaiah played today, he would have been raised around this culture. Steph Curry, the shooting, the shooting culture, it would be totally different. I'm just telling you, Isaiah's peak, to me, Isaiah's ceiling is still higher than Chris Paul, and he performed great against great teams in big moments. I've yet to see Chris Paul do that because he's never been in the finals. I, I said this yesterday on Clubhouse in a room, though. If Chris Paul wins a ring this year, and you want to tell me maybe he's ahead of John Stockton? You could have that conversation. But to me, and I'm useless and I have a sports card show. I'm not supposed to talk. <laughs> I'm, thank God we're not going to YouTube either. Those vomits. Why is he talking they about? They would murder To you. me, it's ma in order. Magic, Isaiah, Steph, Stockton. I would put Chris Paul five. Big O is weird. You know, Oscar's tough. Such a different game back then. If you want to argue Oscar's top five, it's fine. I average a triple-double. But Isaiah, to me, is the one guy who always gets overlooked by fans. Never overlooked when you talk to guys who played with him. Well, I mean, when Bird tells you he's the best point guard he played in the East, better than anybody not named Magic, it's tough. I mean, come on. Okay. Well, he was at, your he, thoughts? he was just asking you for a, a good question. I like you know what? for Chris here's, Paul. I feel I don't like know you if, gave a little respect. <laughs> I, I don't think I, it was a lot. Here's the tough a thing. I talked about this the other day, too. It's not that I don't respect Chris Paul. Chris Paul is great, right? 
He needs here's rings. What, You've always said that. Here's what's tough about it, though. I think he's like the fifth best point guard of all time. Nobody with a brain is going to argue he's worse than six, seven, eight all time. But then people always want to say, well, Chris Paul's underrated. He's properly rated. If you're a top five, top seven guy all time, you're not underrated. I mean, the guy is there. He has never been to a finals. How high can he be in that sport without ever making a finals? He's properly rated. Win some games in the finals, and then we'll talk about bumping you up. There's that passion I've been looking for. This whole episode, I've been looking for that. Here's a challenge for the only, by the way, we should have started right now. The energy is garbage. <laughs> our, our, our listenership in this episode is going to be just vomit. Speak David, for yourself. David, I would like to challenge David. I want another one of those next week. One a week, Ooh. not per show, one a week. I like that. That was a good one by David. All right. Anybody else want to throw make something sure you, similar? Make sure you like, subscribe, and listen. <laughs> no, that was All a good right, question. I like that. That's the end of the show. It um, could be. A couple questions and we're done. Let's go. We got a couple others. Uh, Joe Vargas. I'm sorry. We already did the Joker question, Joe, but thank you for submitting. Rob Galvez wants to know, Donovan Mitchell, Spider, buy, sell, hold. I'm buying. Yeah, I think Mitchell's good. And, and he is one of the few guys I would actually buy his base. I just have this horrible feeling. Plus, I've been getting murdered in every investment I've made lately. That's Anyways, in the NBA. really true. Durant's going to get beat. They're going to lose like the next two to the Bucks because no one's healthy. So all my Durant money is going to get tied up for another six months to a year. And if that happens, I think Utah is spread out enough. Conley, Spida, I think they're a lot like the Suns in that respect. Elite wing scorer, great, true, traditional point guard. Chris Paul is better than Conley, but Conley is very good. And then Rudy Gobert and Aiton. Aiton is better offensively, but Gobert is so much better defensively. I just think it's such a spread out team. I think that team matches up really well against anybody. If they can get past the Clippers, I think the Clippers are the toughest matchup. So I'm buying Spida. I would say, I think at this point, Utah goes all the way. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I could see that. I'm going to say Because, I mean, it's either going to be Philly. I think it's Philly or Milwaukee coming out of the East. Embiid is not going to do that against Gobert. Gobert is so good defensively. That's a real tough. And Embiid's going to need to score 30 a game for them to win. And then even against Giannis, he's not going to cover Giannis, but he can protect the rim sum against them. I think Dan from what's inside needs a win. And this is it. Yeah, Dan is struggling. <laughs> I saw the guy the other day in the fastest road Tesla of all time. Saw the house a few needs months ago. The win. Dan needs a win. He's cutting open packs of cards worth more than my vehicle. I mean, yeah, he needs a win. I like Dan. Joel Brand has a question for us. Sure um, he does. Sports cards nonsense follows Zack Snyder on Twitter. What's the story there? I don't know who Zack Snyder is. So okay, so then that would have been me. I was like, I don't remember one hundred percent. Uh, us talking about he's the guy who filmed like Justice League and like oh, Spider yeah, yeah. Okay, Superman okay. and stuff like that. He's a director, right? Yes, exactly. A writer, director. Something. Did you follow him? Because if you didn't, then I definitely did. But I, I does think he follow the, us? So if he has no. a blue check mark and he followed us, I would follow him back. <laughs> Otherwise, no, I don't know who he is. No, I think the answer there is sometimes when I am commenting or following from my personal Twitter account, I forget which account I'm on and I do it from the sports cards. Yeah, for the, account, for the so. listeners too, me, Jesse and Indy all have access to all the socials. To, well, to Twitter and Instagram. Yes. So it just depends. You can, you can usually tell who's doing it, but um, if there's a grammatical error, <laughs> me always, well, Indy's if doing it's a like better. a really well thought out thing, it's Indy, like with actual sports research. If it's something off the if wall, if it's like a that, joke it's or nonsense. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, me. if it's a random video of me playing with my dogs, <laughs> I just saw it. I didn't even know you could scroll to the side. Donkey. Oh, my goodness. I had no clue. Hannah was like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. It's I'm laying good. on the floor it's, like an idiot. I'll tell you what it is. It's content. 
look, see, Dad, we're going to do that same video in, in a month. I'm going to be down 20 pounds. Feeling great about it. You look great, buddy. Don't even. Stay um, in lane. What's next? All right. Jason Peck wants to know, are you watching Euro 2020? I love this question. And and why is the answer no? <laughs> yeah, correct. No, I don't care about soccer. It's just me. Plenty of people do. I, I want to watch. I want to watch. Don't. But here's the thing. I, I think it can be best summed up in the experience I had watching a Bruins game with you and your stepdad, Jack, the other night. I had about 100 questions. And that's with a sport that's in very popular in the country I live in. Soccer, granted, it's very much growing in popularity, but it is not anything I've ever had experience with. I need someone there to ask about 100 questions Here's to while I watch. That's what I need. We watch the green machine. There's your big green. With the big green? With the ham and ball from yep. Sandlot? You Hannah know I'm text, in, baby. Hannah just texted me. Thanks for telling me you turned the scat mat back on. I forgot after this little episode with the dog coming up here. Did I she just turned, get electrocuted? Yeah, see, we leave those things off. It's great. They're tricked. And then I step on. I don't, you don't have to worry. Yeah, she, whoops. Oh, I thought she was going to come busting in here. That would have been My great. fault. It's going to be a good afternoon. Thanks, Hannah. All right. Um, do, do a couple more. Yeah. After my performance, at least we could do is at least throw some content. We are we're under an goodness. hour, and I know that was the goal. I'm but not even mad at anything today. That's the other thing. I'm not even upset about anything today. If I'm upset, I'm passionate. I have nothing to yell about. That's the problem. You need yeah. you need more calories, and you I need to. I should have watched that. more YouTube. You know what you need? That Bubba Grande. Move along. <laughs> All right. Move. Ian Babcock. Ian plus Babcock. You blew, plus, you and your family blew me off yesterday. That was aggravating. My aunt was up. You know what you could have done? You could have come over and hung out with my aunt, and we had a nice vegetarian meal. It went from you guys inviting me, my wife, and my parents over to nobody got invited over because they weren't in town. And then, oh, my wife cooked a meal. Sorry. Not, oh, she cooked a meal. Come on over and hang out. Not come hang out after the meal. I invited you and your parents. And when you said they were already going out of town, you never followed up with a, hey, let's hang out. So my wife proceeded to be like, oh, yeah, Aunt Susie's still in town. Let's invite her over. I think you probably knew they were leaving Saturday. You're like, hey, here's a great idea. Let me throw an invite Sunday, which is a hollow invite. When she says no, I can blow off the other two. That's a really good idea. Hang out with this supposed aunt. I Please. swear, it's funny. That I just didn't think it's come funny. to me until after it happened. Didn't get an invite at, to like after hangout. No, it's no problem. I don't care. I know how your wife feels. Are we this. not hanging out constantly this coming week, this Friday, and then I think this Saturday oh, too? Probably uh, Friday. I schedule it Friday at eight o'clock Central Time. We will be live on whatnot. I've got some wax. I've got some singles. I don't know how to use the site yet. We got an email while we've been recording from whatnot. They want to call us and make sure we know how to use it. Tell so. them to call us right now. I want to. I want it on the air. All right, we're going to go on to the next question. Ian <laughs> Babcock. To, sorry, co-host, don't suggest things. My fault. Thank you for knowing your place. What What are your top three unlicensed products to buy and rip? Unlicensed? Interest. Oh, uh, so for me, there's two big ones. I love Flawless Baseball. Uh, there's a couple behind me. Um, no logo, no licensing. I think Flawless Baseball is amazing. You'll never convince me it's not. Um, but Panini has no baseball licensing. And by the way, when I say that, guys, for, just in case, I know we have some novice guys who don't know. It just means you will see like Mike Trout in a red and white jersey. It'll have a number. It will not say Trout or Angels on it. Oh, it doesn't say their name? It may say the name. I, I take that back. But it won't have the team logo. Years ago, Panini was lazy. And it was like you would have literally the whole shirt, like a whole shot of the guy. And they would Photoshop out the name. It looked dumb. Now they just do it where they're like action shots. You can't you can't tell nearly as much. And I just think that flawless cards are awesome. That is far and away my number one. 
Um, number two, Leaf Trinity, any sport. Leaf Trinity patches are ridiculous. I, I actually, I, they look like a poor man's flawless. They're super nice, fraction of the price. Um, this year's Leaf Trinity, like football, is going to be ridiculous. One of the best products of the year. Leaf football is already selling really well, which is weird to me. Um, and the other one, I'm torn on the other one. NT ba- National Treasures Baseball, kind of for the same reason as Flawless, or Leaf Valiant Baseball. I take it back. Number three this year would be Leaf Valiant Football because you get raw autos. Trevor Lawrence, everybody has signed in Leaf this year, but then you also get one card graded a 9.5 or better in the box. And you can get black labels as well. So I, I do like that. I'm not a huge Leaf fan overall, but I do like those two front license. But Flawless Baseball is awesome. Um, Eric Hodge wants to know why it, oh, we've kind of already talked about this. Why has Giannis Prism RC PSA 10 dropped value so much? We, People hate base done. We talked about that very yep. well. Chris question. Brittingham. Is there any way or any resources to figure out non numbered short print runs? For example, silvers, zebra, downtown. You know, I don't think you get the odds on the box, like how many you'll get per box or per case. But I don't know how you actually put that into numerical terms. You would have to then know how many cases. And I think that's what they don't really put out. Is yeah. It? Print run on cases are not really just published. Not on mass produced stuff, at least. Um, okay. So bottom line is we don't there is no way to answer that question. Like most things. We have no idea, Chris. Well, but at least you don't have to keep searching anymore. You've yeah, come to I don't the think bottom there- line. On, now, sometimes you can actually find it like on Beckett or on Cardboard Connection. It'll say, hey, this is a short print. It's not numbered, but there were 50 produced. Some things will say that. Beckett Magazine might have that. They used to have it back in the day. I wouldn't use it for anything else. And Cardboard Connection is good with that. I used to have a Beckett Magazine subscription. I just wanted yeah, to Yeah, it's interesting to me. For years, I never knew there was a Dr. Beckett, like the guy who started all that. And he's, he's pretty right. doctor? He calls himself that. I don't what have any idea. What school did he go to? <laughs> Dr. Pepper Pepper was his running mate. It's not a knock on the guy. I don't know who he is. He's obviously been very successful and impactful in the hobby. Sure. It's kind of funny to me, though. I've seen him making the rounds on podcasts. I think he has his own podcast, too. He doesn't come across, to his credit, like he doesn't come across all that arrogant. But some of the buildup some of these podcast hosts give this guy, nine out of ten people in the hobby today have no idea who he is. He's a doctor of sports cards. Five out of ten people don't have any idea that Beckett is BGS until they actually, like, look into it. And nobody buys a magazine anymore. And I don't even know if he still owns a company. I have no idea. I think he sold the company. I think. But I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they read this interview. Like, they were talking to about, like, I thought, like, Gandalf was going to come on this thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, raised from the dead. I mean, he did all. I was like, it had a good impact. Like, I don't know what we're. It's interesting to me, some of the buildups some of these guys get. No, no fault of his own. On that note, we're excited to announce next Thursday, Dr. Beckett's coming on the show. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> We don't have any guests um, this Thursday, do we? We have a guest next Monday, which I figured out I was wrong about. Uh, Nat Turner is coming on next uh, Monday, a week from today. All right, here's the deal. Here we go. We need to keep the interview short. My interviews, my interviewing skills are putrid. <laughs> Some guys come on here. I'm not going to name names. Yep. I, it, is, it is the fault on the interviewer, which would be me. We got to keep on, on Monday. We keep this thing moving. I want to be like Jimmy from from Seinfeld. No, I want to be like Jimmy from uh, that thing you do. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit. Just snap after like two minutes. Just keep it moving. The movie references. I have a couple just... questions for the guy. I want a, a little bit of a breakdown. 
Yeah, he, he's another guy, Nat, which I think is cool. He's probably loaded out of his mind with money. He still has a ton of these podcasts. Good for him. You can hear him talk because a lot of guys have already kind of started asking, hey, you know, what about thoughts on this or the collecting? You can get all that stuff elsewhere. I want some concrete answers on PSA. That's what I would like from the show next Monday. Well, and he's also going to be talking about the gen- gentleman. I want to know about gentlemen. I so, do not want a 30 minute interview. That's fine. Here's my ass. You've got to help me with this because I'm brutal I, with this. I am more than happy to cut in because I have learned the art of cutting in very well. You just start talking over them until they stop. Yeah, but then you ask your dumb question. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway, no problem, bud. We're going to take care of it. Let's. I'm glad he's coming on, but I'm an SGC person now anyways, so... Well, I would like to get Peter on to balance this out in July. Not to say we don't use PSA for things, but yes. SGC. Yeah, very rarely, though, for high-end stuff. What else do you use them for right now? That's fair. Um, and I want to know what's happening in July. July 1st, what's opening up? If you have questions for Nat Turner that are relevant to the hobby, I don't want any of this nonsense. What's his favorite card? I don't care about that crap. If you have a relevant question to the grading scene, leave a comment on the show somewhere when we post that post it this afternoon because i do want to see like hey what do we actually ask this guy i want some tangible answers that is my responsibility put them in the put them in the facebook group guys or uh just post them anywhere they know honestly where to put it. we're yeah, gonna get move it move along next question are we Do doing more questions do two more than i'm done are you buying are you gonna buy any more jaw this offseason my performance was such garbage. I feel like I have to at least give him some time. If you're going to be mediocre, just have, it's like bad pizza. If it's going to be bad, I want like 10 boxes it's, of it. You're a strong believer in the quantity or quality, but not you're not both. getting both. No, it's, <laughs> and this is bad, though. I, you're going to get that quantity, though. I apologize. I just no energy today. This keto thing is kicking me in the face. I'll go till three. Uh, ja, I already have so much. If I wasn't already loaded up, I would buy this offseason. I'm loaded up on Ja. I'm not selling it this offseason. I think he makes a rebound next year. Are you dollar cost, cost averaging? No, because uh, I'm not buying new stuff. Is he lower than what your, your low is? Preston PSA 10s are like two and a quarter right now. That's probably about what I have. Here's the tough thing. I bought some of these in like 20000 like fifteen and $20,000 lots at cheap valuations and started selling a bunch when he was high. So I think I'm probably good on all these right now. Um. But I don't think his price is now. I don't know how much lower he gets because I think he's shown when he's healthy that that kid's gonna be good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Every answer. Okay. Cool. Tubular. All right. Next question. <laughs> Last uh, question. Um, does Joker tank? This is from Brian Balaga Fanusith. <laughs> does Joker tank like Gian? That's his name. Does Joker tank like Giannis last year? He's not going to tank any hard in this episode. It's going to tank our ratings. I'll tell you that. That helps you. Does he tank like Giannis last year versus Miami? No, because his high has never been this high. So he's not. And he's already he's coming down with everybody else with his base stuff anyways. Offseason guy just won MVP. He's like 26. I don't think anybody's worried like long term. He's going to be a bust. I, I, I think he may drop another 10 percent ish. But that's it. He's already down. I don't think he's going any lower. Mailbag. That was it. <laughs> Um, before we end the show, I want to give one quick shout out, please. For the first time, because you forced me to listen to it. Um, I listened to some of our previous episode. Sure. I, I really, honestly, I never listened to the shows. I can't I stand it hearing infuriates these. me. I can't stand I try listening. to critique you and you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I believe what you're saying, though. That's the good news. Um, That's fair. shout out to Ronick and any other of the production staff who really makes these things smooth because when we record, there's a lot of talking over. Um, 
there's a lot of things yeah, that almost would make like a me real think, conversation yeah yeah well and he the to his credit he takes out the garbage and leaves in the good stuff are you telling and, me you like ronick better than Corey? I never listened to Corey, so I don't know. I'll need to go <laughs> wow. back and listen to Corey. Corey shut down that YouTube clip the other day pretty oh, quick. Corey's a lot of power has gone to his head. Here's That's the deal. Fair. Ronick's number one on my book. Corey, you know what? <laughs> I'm glad he's gone. Don't say that. I miss Corey. Corey's is it Corey and Ronick, what does Corey do now? Is he like an like the overseer of production? No, he's our manager. He's video manager now. Oh, that's he's the czar. Yeah, the you throw title. manager on top of anybody. He's just pointing <laughs> at people now. Ronick has on a scale of one to ten, ten diabolical psychopath. How much has the power gone to his head? Uh, I'm gonna honestly say zero. He he is a oh, very good man. Person. I'm not just. I'm not just saying. Oh, Corey man. was nice. He's Ronick's already been on, corrupted. My only knock on Corey. He didn't. He never wanted to come on the show. Corey was not a fan of his own voice. But we could get show. him. We got him on once or twice. We'll get is, him he, on is he calling in? Is he a surprise guest? <laughs> Corey, are you there? Guys, that um, was it for Monday's show. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. I, I, I make this vow. We will be better on Thursday. Because today you will was, be better. I can't I, get much better. I had no I I'm telling you, it's just how it goes some days. You don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to you or anybody else. It's not a you thing. I <laughs> no, like you. I like Ronick. You guys are great. When I shut off this podcast and I hit unrecord, I stop recording. I don't want you to call me. I'm doing fine. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to go. I'm, I don't. I'm I just, doing fine. I'm not reading. Uh, I'm not going to make that joke. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not in the corner reading "Don't Kill Myself" books. I'm doing there, just well, fine. You made the joke. I like it. You set it up, and I knock it down for you. That's a teamwork. Go read. Go go rub your puppies' bellies and feel better, bud. Um, the puppies, hey. by the way, are shaved it down for summertime. You should see. You haven't seen them yet. You got to see. They look like little rats. This is they're my cute, fault. but dude, they're half the size. I should have never mentioned it. I'll go into um, 30 minutes on puppy talk. You want to say, you want to hear some energy? I'll give you energy right now. Puppy talk. I am breaking all day tomorrow, by the way. All day tomorrow, tomorrow day and night, and Wednesday, I will be breaking some finest, some absolute, both baseball. I've got some Leaf Ultimate football. I've got a bunch of stuff. Eddie's taking a few days off because he's opening the shop or trying to open, getting ready to open the shop. So I will be breaking on the Facebook group. Geo aptly Names. Aptly named after myself, Geo. Geo Breaks. Gonna be some fun. I'm gonna rip some cards. I really hope the energy is about the same. Speaking and of breaks, I got a message last night from my buddy John Clancy. I like John. I gotta give him a shout out. I don't ever promote other breakers because most are vomits. John's a good guy. He pulled a flawless dual patch auto of Brady, which was worth like thirty five thousand a couple months, like a month ago. I got a message last night. He's like, "Well, Tom is just in the room. His uh, I forget the name of his break room. It's like in the D, it's his, he's in Detroit, so it's in the D, just the letter D collectibles, like in Detroit." Um, collect sports collectibles, break room, whatever. John Clancy pulled the two of two Brady auto out of optic contenders. He's like, Hey, you wow. want this? I was like, this kid cannot miss. Wait, that's a big so card. What you're actively doing is promoting another break room. I've never heard this happen. John's good people. And John spends money good. with us all the time. Here's the bottom line. If you guys want to see some breaking in action, Come hang out with us in, on the Whatnot app this Friday, 8 p.m. Central Time. We're going to give away some stuff, too. I've got free crap here. We've got merchandise. I've got some cards. Jesse's going to give away some money while he's sipping whiskey like an old man. I disagree with that last part. We have to work on the setup because my room is now set up as a podcast. It is not set up like a break room. I'm going to be in that room. The cameras will more than likely, well, we could probably have one camera on us. But I think from what I've seen other guys do, it's just one camera set up and it's yeah. on the cards. It's not really on us. But yeah, you'll get to hear us. And that's what you're well, used to anyway. We're, we're going to do like an over the shoulder. Nobody cares about I mean, no one wants to see those people. People want to see us. No one wants to see the over the shoulder. Why would they want to see our shoulders? No, no, like, excuse me, like in front, like a bird's eye view, not over the shoulder. 
It's going to be nice. They get to see us, get to see the cards, get to see the size comparison between us. Bottom line is we don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be great. And we want you there. I was saying something there. You jumped all over me. I had Are you kidding me? You jump over everything I say. Not easy being a co-host. Get used to it. Count Chocula. What is that from? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Movie reference. Go. 31 all right. Minutes. Who's, we can this, be done. who's this podcast brought to you by? I don't know. I'm done. I don't care. Brought to you by the Ringer, powered by Spotify. Please. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. But please listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts. But specifically listen to it on Spotify and send us a review on Apple Podcasts. You love pushing those reviews. Five stars, though. This is what I'm going to end with. I have decided now I would like, I I chased down my Tom Brady Bowman Chrome, PSA 10. I've got two other on the list now. Obviously, from the year 2000, Flare EX, PSA 10, or Flare Showcase. It might be Flare Showcase. YouTube cons will correct it. F- no, they won't. Corey doesn't. I, you anymore. literally just said Flare, Flare and Flare. You did not it distinguish. It might be Flare. It might be Flare. I don't know. <laughs> You're saying the same thing. Uh, so EX Rookie PSA 10 or Showcase Rookie PSA 10. The action shot where he's throwing the ball showcase. I don't know what either one of those sell for. I know they're both north of 25, 20 to 25. I mean, I think they're probably much more than they might be. I just have decided I'm buying or trading for, hopefully trade in cash. I want one of those by the time the national is done. Look at you. Wow. We'll be at nationals all week. By the way. <laughs> nationals all week. Uh, yeah. So if you have one of those cards, email the show. I want to buy it from you. You can come on the podcast. Give me a discount. You can replace Jesse for a month. There you go. Perfect. Month off, baby. Woo! Uh, don't forget, guys. Leave your questions and comments on our Facebook, YouTube, we doing Instagram. This again? We never said it. We just said the podcast part. And Twitter. And uh, we'll see you Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, more energy, more mailbag. We're also, you know what we're going to do Thursday? We're going to mix it up at the end. Drop your mailbag questions and your show critiques. There you <laughs> go. Critiques. It's a sick, it's our It's our halfway review. Just about. I want to hear it. Hey, and for the first time, I will say I saw a Mike Mafia post. Was it my dad? No. <laughs> and, and the people he works with? It or? was Justin. Justin gave you a Mike Mafia post. So there you I go. I have a cousin named Justin. Was it him? That was him. Could have been. I haven't seen Justin in years. Just talked to him <laughs> with my mom recently. Every time my mother comes down, I don't see her all the time. You get to talk about family. Cut it in the middle of that sentence. We'll be That's back how we on end the show. Thursday. Jesse, thank you. Ronick, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.